LaMelo is the best prospect since LeBron James. And also, Kanye thinks he's better than Jesus Christ. And one more last thing. I lied. Lamar Jackson is the best quarterback I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> What's good, G? What's good, my G? Yo, like and subscribe for anything. Like, 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 it's free. Anyway, <laughs> subscribe, it's free. And also, I just want to say that before I introduce the greatest quarterback of all time, I have somebody that can do it way better than me. So shout out the God, the Alabama Heisman himself, Mark Ingram. Now I would just like to introduce y'all to the man, the myth, the legend, the MVP front runner. If anybody else got to say something different about that, then come see me. Yeah. I'm right here in Beemore outside the bank. If you got an issue with that, come see me. Wolf I'm about that. Big trust. Woo woo. Lamar Jackson <laughs> in the flesh. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, what you think? Big trust. Big trust. <laughs> <laughs> yo, but Lamar Jackson has been playing so well, yo. He's officially the MVP in my eyes now. I feel like it finally cemented it after this game because they played against a tough uh, Houston Texas team who probably will make the playoffs this year. We'll see them later on down the line, but they had a hot, yo. Oh my God, like the rushing yards, he's on, well, let me put it to you in perspective how great Lamar Jackson is doing. He's on pace to break Michael Vick's single season rushing record for a quarterback. Which is which is phenomenal because and he threw four touchdowns. Not bad for a running back. <laughs> when's, the, when's the last time he's thrown an interception? By the way, uh, October, and that was that was against the Steelers. In a, oh, in a month. I think that was like ten six <laughs> <laughs> in a month, and like it just shows how great that the Ravens have been playing on both sides of the football. Because yo. Besides Lamar Jackson, I mean, look at look at Marcus Peters and look what he's done for the Baltimore defense. Hey, two pick sixes already, the best trade ever. <laughs> so, but yo, like, definitely, I feel like Lamar Jackson is MVP. And you can give me that Russell Wilson shit, but if Russell Wilson doesn't win his division, I don't want to hear anything about Russell Wilson. He's cool, but Lamar is that guy right now. The energy around Lamar is exciting. The people that doubted him, they they're wrong, and he he's throwing a thing. Like they said, he could have thrown the ball. Like and here's my thing: Tim Tebow got drafted in the first round. If Tim Tebow was black, he would have been in the XFL. <laughs> so it's like, it's crazy. And he's he can't even throw in the same lane as Lamar Jackson, which is like crazy and insane. And they gave Tebow so many chances, but that's neither here nor there. Shout out to Lamar Jackson, MVP. Chick, big trust. Big trust. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, all right. So let's get a little serious because we're never serious on the show, but I feel like this now is we a have topic to. that we, we have, have to, to touch today. on. Right. And um, so Kaepernick, you know, his workout happened right. and it was supposed to be in the Atlanta Falcons facility. They had what, like 2019? Well, pretty much they almost had every single team there. For the, for the NFL mandated workout. So basically there was a liability waiver that Kaepernick didn't want to sign. And also they wouldn't let his media team be in the actual workout. So Kaepernick didn't like that because he felt like he didn't want the NFL to spin his workout and make it look like he was trash. So Kaepernick moved the actual workout to another location where 29 teams showed up, were, were supposed to show up, and then they mixed, excuse me, they mixed up the situation because he was supposed to be at Atlanta Falcons facility and then he moved it because he didn't like the liability waiver. So it kind of got messed up and confused over there. So people were mad about that. But at the end of the day, I feel like the situation is bigger than Cap now. Yes, it's big. It's bigger than Cap. And it's rolling into Stephen A. Smith and Eric, Eric Reed. Reed. And obviously, Eric Reed is Cap's guy and Stephen A. Smith has voiced his opinion a lot of Kaepernick. And he kept saying that Kaepernick doesn't want to play. And here's my thing. And my problem, I'm tight with Stephen A. It's not that I don't think that he was wrong, but my problem with Stephen A. is that he's been saying that Cap didn't want to play football and like years ago, two years ago, and you can't do that when you're the face of ESPN and you're a black guy because they're gonna listen to you, and that's not true. Cap wanted to play, but here's the problem now, which I kind of realized that Cap doesn't want to play. 
but he does want to play. And when I say what I mean by that is this. Kaepernick literally wants to play by his terms and his rules. And he realizes that if the, if the NFL doesn't sign him to the way he wants to play, this is going to be a cloud over the NFL's head forever. So I feel like Kaepernick knows that and the ball's in his court. So he doesn't really care if he plays or not. If he does play, he wants to play it in his right. way. In his, like, he wants to do it do it, do it the right way. Because, I mean, if we look at Kaepernick's career landscape, I mean, he's been to Super Bowl, he's been to two uh, conference championship games, and he's made the Pro Bowl a couple times. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he knows his worth as an NFL player. Mm-hmm. Now, in terms of what the NFL wants to do I just think that it's just the backlash that they've received, even with from Goodell and Jay Z, because even he his name was involved in it. Because I, I think he has something to do with it in terms of like setting up the workout, not necessarily setting up like the actual workout, but like you know like saying yo, give him a shot. You know All what right. I'm saying? So long story short, just to just end it so we don't go too long on this. Like I, I feel like it was disappointing because we want to see Cap back in the NFL and like for the situation for them to have an actual right. workout and it didn't go the way we planned it. It was kind of disappointing from that point. I feel like the Eric Reed and Stephen A. Smith thing is just annoying at this point. And I feel like, yeah, we're, as, like they're as, just be, we're beating a dead And like as, as black men, like, you know, going against each other like that, it's yeah. kind of like, because Cole and Stephen A are cool and that, that shit don't get Stupid. anybody yeah. anywhere. And it's, it's just true. like, it, it's not good. And the last thing I will say on this, people said that Eric Reed be in front of Penn State's appreciating Israelites. <laughs> That's a joke. If you're from New York, you just understand. <laughs> anyway, celebration time. Yes, Let's sir. get it. Hey, man, my guy. Hey, you're a Dallas fan, right? Yeah, what? <laughs> Hell no. I ain't no Dallas. Well, your guy, Ezekiel Elliott, the guy that ran up for the plug twice, he got the bag and stopped playing. <laughs> oh, come on, come but, on. No, but he, he played good. He played, he played good he played this good. Sunday. He nah. played good this Sunday. Uh, he, he, scored, he scored the touchdown, and he did a little celebration. You feel me? A little Dak. Shout out Dak. <laughs> and shout out uh, Magabosa for doing that last week. You're catching really? that out. <laughs> but I want to talk about the whole uh, the cow- the whole Cowboys. You know what I'm saying? Celebration. It shows it shows the whole team camaraderie of them. You know what I'm saying? Because like Zeke is really you know what I'm saying like Dak's guy, and they they ride or die for each other. So like the fact that they're able to you know what I'm saying like even like do that is kind of cool. You know yeah, they're definitely gonna win the NFC East now. <laughs> and also shout out the Giants. <laughs> hey, talk about the greatest celebration. The, oh, oh, let's let's get into the greatest celebration Ooh. because if you have been to college, you know what I'm saying? You've participated or done one of these things in your lifetime, maybe once or twice, yes, sir. three or four, maybe 19 or 20. I've been like, I can't count how many times I've done this, but Shout out to Indianapolis Colts for, you know what I'm saying? Bringing it back to the college essence, baby. And look, he's gathering the rest of the linemen so they can do their thing. Is this, is this really a thing? I'm a little concerned right now that they practice that. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Kexton. Listen, man, my black, my black people, if you never did a Kexton, <laughs> like, Kexton's are actually fun. So when I went to college, I went upstate. And my white friends invited me to a party, and they was like, yeah, bro, we're going to do keg stands. Now, I didn't know what a keg stand was, <laughs> but I was very intrigued by the name. So we ran into the party, and then I just see people. So basically, it's keg stands when people lift you up in the air, and you're facing, what do you say? You, upside, you, down, you, you're you're upside, upside down. You're facing you upside down. And you're grabbing a hose, and you're drinking it, and see how long you can 
do the actual keg stand for. It is a great experience. So if you're having experience, you should do that. Shout out to my white friends for bringing me to the party and experience such great, <laughs> great memories of my college, baby. Hey, listen, but then I was like, this is kind of nasty because this hoes, everybody's touching it. I'm like, ew. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's why that may, maybe that's how Sam Darnold got mono. That's a fact. Maybe. Ooh. Or he was just being a nasty boy, but anyway. <laughs> it, could, it, could, hey, it could be both. You nasty could be boy. Both. You, nasty. <laughs> you nasty boy. You nasty. Hey, let's go. Brandon segment. Jesus Christ. This is where we talk about Kanye West and his expedition and his love for the man above Jesus. And I Kanye- was canceled. <laughs> <laughs> so Kanye was on a famous, you know what I'm saying, pastors, you know what I'm saying, yeah. uh, uh, platform, you know, Joel Osteen, you know what I'm saying? He got the, he got the, you know, the Joel Osteen arena, you know what I'm he's saying? Like, he's is, like the P. Diddy of pastors. Yeah, no, nah, he's, <laughs> no, he's, he, he ain't the P. Diddy of pastors. He's, Joel Osteen is like, he's a Jerry Jones of pastors. Like pretty much like, I like, God, money, baby. <laughs> in that order. Well, it might not be in that order. It might be money first, then God, but, but anyway. Hey. So Kanye shows up to Joel Osteen's uh, church and, Let's hear what he had to say. I know that God's been calling me for a long time and the devil's been distracting me for a long time. And I didn't know how to totally make a gospel album and the Christians that were around were too, um, I would say beaten into submission by society to not speak up and profess the gospel to, you know, to me because I was a superstar. So, but the, the only superstar is Jesus. Hey, listen, man. They got all the good producers. They got all the good rappers. They got all the good women. They got all the good sneakers. They got all the good hats. All up in the studios, all up in the videos. De- the devil got everything. Listen, hey, shout out Jesus Christ because this reminds me of when, like, when the black community dismisses mental illness and they just be like, it's the devil. It's the devil. <laughs> this is why I hate church, man. Church, church is just like hypocrites. And like, here's my thing. There's nothing wrong with going to church and finding the Lord and bettering yourself. But the problem is, is that when people do go to church and they're reformed, they start pointing the finger at everybody, everybody else, else and when it was you. But the thing about Kanye, I had the most about Kanye, is that when Kanye was doing all this wild shit and running around doing stupid shit, I was like, yo, Kanye's bugging. Kanye's out of line. Everybody's like, no, he's a free thinker and he's open-minded and blah, blah, blah. Like, no, bro, it's something wrong with him and you can see that now. Now he's the guy that you love and you liked all the stuff that he's doing. Now he's condemning you in church because he's holier than thou. That's why I don't rock with this new Yeezys because he's crazy. <laughs> Jesus is king. Jesus is the one. <laughs> 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 you better praise God. God shoot. That's what God. <laughs> can we play that? I hope we can play that. Play, play a couple of that just a little bit. Bitch, you better praise God or I'm a shooting. That's on God. I ain't playing by my Lord and Savior. I'm on my job. If you ain't a Christian, I'm going to stab you in the face. If it ain't about Jesus, I'm going to hit you with this cage. Shout out Zach Fox, man. <laughs> <laughs> also, oh, overtime, overtime news. news. So this will be incorporated into mostly all our shows now. We're going to really incorporate overtime news. We are overtime, so we feel like yes, we sir. should be doing more overtime things. 
And one of the first stories we want to talk about is our guy, Mikey Williams. He had 37 points when his high school team. Right. 14-year-old phenom. He's the best 15, fortune, right? 15. I'm sorry. The best 15-year-old. Best, best freshman in the country. I'm My sorry. Be, the best thing about him is like, oh, everybody's like, and he's only 15. That's true. <laughs> and, like, and the crazy thing is about like, yo, he's 15. He's going crazy. And like, my thing is like, yo, he got YouTube. So YouTube and the, and the internet. Social media. Right. Like, they give you tutorials on how to do things. Listen, if I had the internet when I was, I'm not the internet, YouTube when I was five, I'll be an astronaut right now. <laughs> no, but he, but the fact that he's able to like do this at such a young age is really showing on what he could potentially be in the future because you know what I'm saying? I think by the time he goes, by the time he's a senior, I think the NBA will, you know, yeah, will we'll get rid of the one and done rule. So we might see, Mikey Williams might be, you know, a true high school to pros player. So I'm I'm excited for that. Yeah. The, the so future. like a few years ago, I think when he was 13, he's class of 2023. He was the number one prospect. And also on top of that, he got offers already from Arizona, Arizona State, and San Diego. Right. And he just and received, USC as well. And he just received an offer from Arkansas. So he's already on top. But like I never understood that because like colleges can offer you, but they can't talk yeah, to you. They can't like talk to you. Yeah, this don't not, make no sense. They just not. Nah, they just send you what they um, offer. They just send you a nice little bu uh, booklet of like, hey, come to the school, maybe. Hey, they'll be like, yeah, when it's that time. We go, we go come. But it's just. But I'm more excited for Mikey Williams and what he's gonna do for the next upcoming high school season. And yo, ball out, my G. Let's get it. Yeah. Speaking of guy who's balling out, big baller down under. This is where we talk about Lamelo Ball's journey from Australia to the NBA. Big bees. And he had a game against former number one overall pick and former NBA champion Andrew Bogut, and he put up 16, 8, and 8. Oh, your head, Bogut. Oh, your head. Yo. Listen, listen, let me tell you this. Before the season started, college season started, they was like, well, Lamelo's, he, yeah, he's bowling right now, but the college season didn't start. We didn't know, right. blah, blah, blah. We got to see Cole Anthony. We got to see Wiseman. We've seen enough. This right. is still the number one pick also, and I just want to say that Lamelo is actually bowling, and he put it on somebody that was on one of the greatest teams ever mm -hmm. in NBA history. Right. Number From a number one overall pick, by the way, because let's be real. Andrew Bogut is no, Andrew Bogut is and, and, and was no slouch. Yeah, now nah, he was a very good player, and a lot of people feel like if he wasn't hurt that finals, they would have won. Right, finals. right, yes. But I, but I want to talk about like Lamelo's poise at playing playing point guard because the fact that he's able to, you know, what I'm saying, get his teammates involved, and that's what scouts were really looking at because they knew he could score. Mm. They knew he, you know, what I'm saying, he's able to put the ball in the basket. But his rebounding, his defense, and the fact that he's able to make his teammates defense better is like. He'll work on that. That's 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 a but team like, that's but, team or, team oriented. But the fact that he's able to get his team involved at, hey, at this point, they don't play defense. It's very, in the it's, very it's very telling. It's very they telling. They don't play defense. <laughs> but now I think like he's well polished. I feel like a lot of times when like uh, Lonzo when he came out, it was like his shooting. Right. But like him, he has the same things kind of as uh, Lonzo. Only like the defense. It's the opposite. It's the opposite. But like right now, you need scoring and like he's a point guard and he can shoot and he can pass and that's the. Two the most two things you need, right? And so he's a far ahead. And the, and and the I, rebounding is always an added plus. I mean, he's six eight, so people forget that about about his. Bro, head. He's able to that's, bang that's in insane. there with the, with so the board. So that's like so. along the lines of like Ben Simmons and right. He's like yo. He's like his. I mean, he's not his. He's not Lonzo in terms of like the defense. You know what I'm saying? Because right. Lonzo's like, I feel like Lonzo sees the game differently. Yeah. He kind of sees it like a Jason. Like when you look at Lonzo, you got to look at him like a Jason Kidd type player. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like. The overall aspect of the game, like we're meaning, like he's not going to score twenty, yeah. but like, all right, 
He's going to give you solid defense, solid defense numbers. He's going to put some steals, some rebounds, and some assists. But Lamelo's the total opposite of that. You know what I'm saying? He's the scoring with a little bit of sprinkle of some of that. So it's 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 a pleasure to see it. You know and what also, I'm I feel like I'll leave you with this. I feel like it's really going to be Lamelo or Wiseman at the end for of one and two. I think yeah. I think Cole has a shot to be top. You know, because depending on how the college season shapes up, and like let's say let's say North Carolina makes a title run, mm -hmm. and he's the main emphasis of that title run. Cole could be top two. Also, man. I want to leave you for this. I know the comments one time was like, yeah, the uh, the same overtime guys with the same voice as Tom. Yes. <laughs> we feel the same way. <laughs> shout out Tom, my guy. Yes, sir. And also, I just want to shout out uh, your guy Newman, Julian Newman. What's uh, up? What, what happened? So basically, he got recruited basically to at his game order by an NBL guy. Mm -hmm. And then he and then his pops was talking about like they were thinking about doing China. And he was like, China? Like, that's a dub. Like, come to the NBA. Come yeah. to death row. <laughs> Yo, bro, Wiseman might go there. Maybe. I don't right, know. You got, you got RJ Hampton doing his thing there yeah. as well. And you got LaMelo. So it's yeah, like, Newman. You know, Yo, Australia's a great time. Yeah, I mean, they got deadly animals and stuff. but uh, <laughs> and, uh, Deadly spiders and things shout, that you shout out, Shout out Steve Irwin. Man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't tell me to rap. I rap what I want to rap. <laughs> I'm going to you. Uh, it's your boy, Jay Bobby. It's your boy, Rios. And Jay Bobby Rios ain't nothing to fuck with. Like and subscribe. Overtime. Overtime.